Good evening and welcome to Wrestling Rewind. I am your host, Angel Amoroso, and I am joined by my co-host, the Iron Man, Tommy Cairo. Tommy? What's up, girl? How are you? Fun. Pretty good. Well, we, uh, this week on Wrestling Rewind, we're going to change arena results around a little bit. Since uh, we've been reporting mostly on the events of the past, focusing on the 50s and 60s and 70s, we decided to change it up a little bit and update it and focus on shows that we have both been a part of in wrestling history to give you an idea of who we've worked with in the past. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And what promoters we've worked with in the past. So if you're still questioning and wondering who we are, uh, you get a, a little idea of who we are when we read our arena results to you. So in our search for different shows that we've both been on, uh, you know, for different promotions, uh, Tommy, there's on the other side, particularly we were looking to focus on the beginning of ECW uh, this evening and Tommy uh, in the beginning of ECW. So we didn't think that those results would be very hard to find. So uh, Tommy, you're looking through this and, would you like to explain what you're seeing here? Yeah. Well, part of what I'm seeing is part of the reason why I didn't go down this path from the beginning. But it seems like it's inevitable that we end up here anyway, because it's harder, just like it was for people who left us out. It's harder to leave ourselves out than it is to include us. Because we'd be dancing around it as if we didn't want people to think that it was about us, but we're reporting on an era and a time That included us, if you know where to look. Now, I know for a fact, I'm looking at these match listings, and this is uh, ACW results. I don't know who this came from, but Hardcore TV 93. Now, from what I remember, the pilot for the TV, I happened to be there because I volunteered my services as a tryout for Todd and brought Damian Stone, a.k.a. Maritato, a.k.a. Little Guido. Now, Going back to 93, and I'm looking at all the people that are here, okay, I was there. Um, this is the era where um, I don't know if I believe Eddie, yeah, Eddie was already here. So I was prominent during the time. Also there. You were also there. We yeah. weren't together yet, but you were also there. I was uh, in the process. Perfect example. Eddie Gilbert heard me and Johnny Hotbody talking over our match. Hotbody trying to claim he was sick. He didn't want to do what he had to do. Um, funny how, you know, you're available to help people get over, but when it's your turn, this is the thing you get. Oh, I don't feel good, Otis. You wanted to change it or whatever. I already made up in my mind that I was going to do it the way I wanted to, and if it meant I had to roll them up and shoot on them a little, I would have. But what happened was uh, Eddie Gilbert heard that and came over, and he said, two choices, and that happens again. You either... Tell the guy that you're not happy with that, and if he still wants to go ahead and have the match, you kick his ass in the ring. Or you tell him beforehand, look, this is my opportunity. The booker told me, guys that don't want to work and help me get over, then you don't work, okay? So just like I got to do it, I had to do it. I really didn't. But I also had a hell of a lot more on the ball than a lot of these guys that thought that, you know, they should go over for whatever reason. How many times somebody pulled this on me? Okay, here's what they pulled. Going to work for a guy I never worked for, but there's guys on the card that I know. Mike Kalua. I go up to Kalua. What do you want to do? Oh, well, you know, 
I got a bunch of my family here in the audience. Like, you know, could you put me over? I'll put you over next time. Okay, put him over. He had no I tell you what, there was, if it was his his family was there, it was the only eight people because there was nobody there. All right. Comes the next time around. Might have been Mike Dano, I'm not sure. Um, what's the finish to promote? I says, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going. He goes, No, you're not going. I said, Well, no, no, no. It was Kalua himself. It was a different time. Kalua. I said, Yeah, you're gonna put me over, right? He goes, Oh, well. I said, Don't you remember you said last time? You got people in the audience. Would you put me over? I'll put you over next time. This is that time. And I don't have family in the audience. Next time. I, I mean, for me to put Kalua over was that was beneath me because he really wasn't anything, you know, special. He's still working and it's still the same same gimmick, same thing. Anyway, my point is depending on where you look, you may or may not find the same information. Well, the why thing we would I wouldn't we're, we're coming to the point is to where you're looking for the information so that we could do an arena results. Like we should be able to do for any promotion anywhere and find every name of every participant who was on the show and the result of their matches. And along with some color commentary, colorful comments and and whatnot that they usually put to it that we read here. So we go back to look for our own information, starting at the first ECW show, looking uh, for uh, the Iron Man Tommy Cairo versus Damian Stone at the time. Uh, Well, what are we finding, Tommy? Uh, We're finding the the whole of, they don't have, it starts at 93, and the whole of 93 does not mention me in any results until you get to 94, which there's no way Damien was there and I wasn't because I brought him. Exactly. He, he was never booked without me. So I noticed right. that a lot of things actually changed in years. There used to be different uh, covers to advertise for the VHS. And I recall being on some of those and then they changed it. They repackaged it. And then, you know, it, it was like almost like, they wrote me out of history for a long time as it seems like while you're looking it up now you're realizing that they did the same thing to you and they the characters like jason knight and um several others that uh you know i'm bringing up jason because as as humorous as it is it's also a shame because he was he was there from uh, 93 until the very end and worked every show probably for nothing you know, but he was he was always involved in, in every match, and they don't acknowledge him at all. And people act like they don't know who he and is. I thought he was uh, a like, boy. Why? Well, yeah, but as, as they would act like they don't know who I was, and right. now they've um, made it a point to make it look like you, you weren't there for some reason in, in the now, time that you were. I, Can I you found, find, as you're looking? Did you find any? I found another. Uh, it says history of WWE, but it says ECW, Philadelphia, PA, original sports bar, February 25th, 1992. Okay. So now, there you go. I don't know that I was there yet, but I'm going to look. See, I was under the impression that I was there for the pilot for the TV, so you would have to have me included in from the beginning. All right, let me see something here. I think what it is is, they were at the sports bar before they did the actual TV taping. So that's what it is. That's what there's a bunch of dominoes listed in here. Larry Withers, Domino. Right, buddy. Uh, let me see. Peaches, I'm looking for you. Who were you with when you first got there? No, no. I was not I was not there uh, by that time. Okay, here we go. I wasn't there until 93. Here we go. Philadelphia, PA, original sports bar, July 14th, 1992. That's where I made my debut. Okay. Here's the match listings. Mr. Perez pinned Jimmy Gennetti. Scott Summers and King Kalua defeated J.T. Smith and Hurricane Curry. The Samoan Warrior defeated Jack Hammer via disqualification. Salvatore Belomo fought Tony Stetson to a double DQ. ECW Tag Team Champions, the Super Destroyers, defeated Matt Slasher and Glenn Osborne. Tommy Cairo pinned Damian Stone. Here we go. There you go. You found. So I think that was my first match. So when I looked at the other listing, I might have been looking before I got there. 
So I was there in 92, uh, in July of 92. Then Chestnut Cabaret, you know that place. Um, I don't remember Hurricane Curry. You mean Stone. Uh, that was your first one. That was in September of 92. That was your first show for ECW, right? That was uh, July. July of 92. And then the show uh, after that was the Chestnut Cabaret. Yeah, uh, that was, so uh, Sports Bar, July. Then July 15th, the next day, okay, was Chestnut Cabaret. Uh, Now it says Tommy Cairo pinned Damian Knight. Was it, was it Damian Stone or was there a Damian Knight? I don't know. It's the same, same. Um, let's see who else. We had Super Ninja and Scott Summers defeated Max Reaction and Glenn Osborne. This is before they got rid of all those guys. Um, the, the guy, the kid that anchor, he's like a Popeye guy, a little built guy. Um, let's see. Larry Winters, Johnny Hotbody. Nikolai Volkov pinned Vladimir Markov. Tommy Carl pinned Damian Knight. J.T. Smith pinned Ken Kalua. Super Ninja and Scott Summers defeated Max Thrasher and Glenn Osborne. Salvatore Bolomo pins Tony Stetson. Bulls count anywhere. Johnny Hotbody fought Larry Winters. And ECW champion Jimmy Snuka at the time pinned Mr. Sandman. Okay, see, now this was a, an, an old crew in a really, really small building. Really tight. Yeah. My cabaret. And uh, this was the start of, of ECW, you know, and a lot of these guys, uh, you know, s- s- very few stayed, but they pretty much got picked off one by one oh, as yeah. people took over the promotion. So as we read these results, uh, you'll see the, the, character, the characters and the names change around and drop off and uh, however and, you know, stuck on forever and other yeah. Not so long. Just recently, uh, I was involved. I got some intel on maybe getting a building to run in, in Atlantic City. The people that were there screwed it up. But before they screwed it up, I had said there's no way that anybody could get the deal that I got, which was called a four wall back when I ran Tropicana. Nobody does that anymore. The next best thing is going to bar. They take the ball, complete bar take. I take the complete wrestling at the door every ticket dollar that comes in is ours everything you get at the bar is yours right you know, don't give them hints on no no, no. I'm, that, what I'm, yeah. no what i'm saying is that's what todd had at like the chestnut cabaret right right and they used to feed me drinks like crazy oh sure yeah you anyway know, like i said it was a, it was a tight place so if you were a, a part of ECW back then, even as a fan, you, you, you understand the evolution from the very beginning, how things happen and how some people uh, stayed on until the very end. And since some people got plucked off and, uh, you know, so moving on from the Chestnut Cabaret. Uh, All right. So from the Chestnut Cabaret. Now, now look at these dates. They're pretty good. You had. 1993. Uh, yeah. Yep. But you had. August, yeah, July the 14th. Then you had July the 15th. Then you had August 12th. Chestnut Cabaret. And then on the 22nd, we were at the Philadelphia uh, Aztec Club. Okay. That's the place with the dragon. Yes. You know what? Let's go back. Let's read. Are those results there? Yeah. Let's read all. I'll read through all those because okay. we were- Back to the early ECW from the very first shows, Chestnut Cabaret, uh, different bars around the area, and uh, the results that Tom here, my partner Tommy Cairo, uh, was yep. actually a part of. So yep. let's get back to uh, the results from early ECW, Tommy. Yes, and on this particular night, I had the Samoans come over and comment, maybe going to use me to love my match. And San, uh, Snooker and I sat. Uh, behind the bar, down low on uh, milk crates, and we're sipping. Then he met me at the base of the bridge, Ben Franklin, to smoke. We get in the car. I get pulled over on the bridge. The cop says, where are you coming from? Snooker's behind me in the car. I go, you know, that's Jimmy Snooker back there. He goes, holy shit. He goes, who are you? I said, Tommy Carr. He goes, oh, you were over at the arena? And this is on the bridge. I go, yeah. He goes, go ahead. That's great. We were we were hammered too. So here we go to the Aztec Club, outdoors 
had a big dragon, a pool. We were kind of like around somewhere over or around the pool. Now, Damian Stone defeated Tommy Cairo via countout. So I don't know why he did that, but that's okay. Do you recall this, Tommy? Do you recall recall these earlier matches? Some I do. Um, Like a a weird one like this with like me and Stone and him winning via countout. Like I don't necessarily remember that, but I kind of remember pictures of me and him at the Aztec Club. So, yeah, to an extent. Some yes, some no. Somebody sent me a picture of me coming out of the locker room, Manny behind me as a tag team against against Derek Domino and Jason Knight. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't remember that. Independent show, like, uh, way later. Right? Yeah, I don't remember that. Plus, I never counted tag teams as part of my career because I hate them. It's different when you do what we did, but when you got to have know everybody's spot and there's four guys are going to be, I don't like it. So at the Aztec Club on August 22nd, okay, uh, King Kalua won a battle royal, ECW Tag Team Champions. The Super Destroyers defeated Easy Rider and Super Ninja. J.T. Smith, was that Easy Rider, like a tattoo kind of thin guy? Uh, the, yeah, you know what? He, yeah. It, he looked like a real biker. Yes, he did. Yeah. And he okay. teamed with uh, Bay for, like, a couple matches. Uh, right. Bay Ragney, so. All right. Um, uh, so the ECW Tag Team Champions and Super Destroyers defeated Easy Rider and the Super Ninja. J.T. Smith pinned Mr. Sandman. That Super Ninja, didn't he also work as, like, Don Rock? Rock or... John Rock? Yeah, wasn't that the same guy? I, I'm not sure, was it? Super Ninja in the man. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, all right. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, Larry Winters and, and Jimmy Gennetti defeated Mr. Perez and John Rock. That's him. That's a Super Ninja. John Rock. So he did. Mm-hmm. He worked twice that night. Two gimmicks, right. Uh, Larry Winters and Mar- 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 Jimmy Gennetti defeated Perez and John Rock. ECW champion Jimmy Snooker defeated King Kalua. Glenn Osborne defeated Matt Strasher via DQ. Tony Stetson pinned Salvatore Bologna in a loser leaves town match. So, so we don't rush through it. We'll touch on this. I do remember the show. I remember being snuffed. I remember the Samoans. There's John Rock, and it makes sense because there's only one match between Super Ninja and John Rock. Gave him enough time to go back, put the mask on. Exactly. I remember because he came, he did a move where he like threw me in a corner and almost like the Ninja Muda thing where he comes in with the back elbow after a handspring and I catch him midair and belly to back him over my head. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, now that was the 22nd of August. Fast forward to September 12th, same building, ECW uh, Philadelphia Aztec Club. ECW champion Jimmy Snooker pinned Super Destroyer number one with Hunter Q. Robbins III in a Falls Count Anywhere match at or around the 11-minute mark by pinning the challenger in a pool after a backbreaker after the bout. Snooker threw the referee in the pool and chased Robbins backstage. My wife always does an impression of him. Oh, hi, Alba. <laughs> hi, Alba. Yeah, hey, Tommy. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy, and he put together uh, a beautiful highlight reel for me to, um, I don't know what the music was, but it was good. I got it somewhere. Yeah, very creative. All right, so we were Chestnut Cabaret at 12th. Aztec Club the 22nd. Aztec Club September 12th. Then we're going back to the Chestnut Cabaret on the 30th. It says 220 people. Uh, Mr. Sandman and Glenn Osborne co-won a battle royal. Super Destroyer number one fought Super Destroyer number two. To a double count out. That's weird. Matt Strasher pinned the Kodiak Bear. I brought him up. I brought Gino up. Tony Stetson defeated the anchor. That was that thin, muscular kid. Right, right, right. Tommy Caro fought J.T. Smith to a double DQ. Do you recall that? <laughs> uh, I recall more teaming with him than I do a double DQ. Yeah. Which, you can see there's no buildup for this. Or like, is this going to be the first 
in a bunch of things we're going to do to run a program? No, it didn't happen. Uh, Easy Rider fought HD Rider. Love HD. That's Pat, right? Yes, yes. Great guy. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Easy Rider fought HD Rider to a double DQ. Mr. X, Rock and Rebel, defeated Jimmy Gennetti via countout. Terry Taylor defeated Larry Winters. Glenn Osborne pinned Mr. Sandman due to pre-match stipulations. Osborne won the vacant ECW TV title. I didn't know that. I didn't and Don Morocco pinned ECW champion Jimmy Snooker to win the title. Huh. So, so we're learning new things. Yeah, I'm learning that things didn't happen in the manner that I thought. I kind of thought that um, like Snooker came a little later. I don't know. Sometimes you think that the people that are writing this are kind of getting stuff wrong or they're trying to write their own history. Yeah. The other because sometimes, you know, like we said, names are left out and then results seem a little different than we re recall. Yeah. But, you know, you're reading it. So if, if anyone hears this and they were yep. at, at the show and they uh, have anything that they remember that may be different from what we're uh finding here please let us know yeah so, so guess where we're at guess where we're at now go on kensington ramblers youth association oh wow all right that's you've worked you had your shows in uh what was the other one uh roxbury Tabor. northern liberties uh no i i never did Tabor. I never did so Tabor. which ones did we do with, with them we did kensington oh, ecw did Tabor. I did Tara Tabor, yes. In um, Kensington. Did we, I think we worked together on that show. I don't know. We well, should be coming up on it. But I know that um, I worked Koloff in a chain match in the cabaret. And then we did another match, wasn't a chain match, in one of those youth centers where he just put me over clean. So that was one of those. We should be coming up on that. Okay, yeah. All right. And Early. Jimmy Gennetti. Okay, yeah, um, he he was a part of Joel Goodhart's uh, uh, TWA. So remember the name, but not the. Yeah, I, I, I actually came up with Randy. Is uh, Randy his name is? But Jimmy Janetti, and and still kind of you know in and out and around. Okay, so uh, good guy, it, always a good worker. Kind of resembled the Marty Janetti gimmick. Work like him, right. uh, you know. I came. Okay. Fan club with him, so it's really? funny to watch him turn into a wrestler. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Philly, PA, Kensington Rambler Youth Association, October second, ninety-two, five hundred and fifty people. Tommy Cairo defeated Damian Stone. I don't even remember having this many matches with him. Uh, outside of there, I did, but ECW Tag Team Champions the Super D's defeated the Samoan Warrior and Super Ninja. Mr. Sandman pinned J.T. Smith. ECW champion Don Morocco pinned Nikolai Volkov. King Kalua and Scott Summers defeated Jimmy Gennetti and Larry Winters when Kalua pinned Gennetti. Johnny Hotbody won a battle royal. Max Thrasher fought Glenn Osborne to a double DQ. Snooker pinned Ivan Koloff. And Tony Stetson defeated Terry Taylor. Wow. You know, I, somehow I, I don't recall Terry Taylor being I, there. I would have thought that he was in came in with Gilbert. Yeah, it, it's weird because uh, things happen later on where Terry Taylor was like, you know, at, at one point on the phone with my sister when Eddie Gilbert died, actually. Really? He was saying about, you know, the way I looked and that he thought I was it, ECW had turned into a cult. And I was so deep in and that he believed that my sister needed to, you know, start talking to me again so that I could intervention from them. Yeah, sort of like. So sort of when, when you look at this and you realize that Terry Taylor is there, yeah. but on who and with who? Because he's not involved in anything. I, I don't remember, like with Todd, um, Paulie's not there yet. Um, um Eddie Gilbert's not there, so is he there by himself and not brought in by anybody? It seems like it. I, I don't know, but I mean... None of these 
none of these other guys are like his his homies. Right, right. Very odd. Yeah. Let's well, you to read. Maybe we'll find out uh, yeah. an explanation right. as to why they would even book Terry Taylor in this area. Because I recall early ECW and some tri-state, uh, I'm sorry, it was more tri-state was Buddy Landell who was brought in quite often. But, um, you know, we don't seem to be getting to results of people that I, rem- I recall back yeah. being there, except for you. So um, let's continue and see if we recognize Yeah, this. And, you know, Terry Taylor putting over Tony Stetson twice. Like, if you got Terry Taylor there, why aren't you using him? Anyway. All right, so we said uh, that was Tabor, right? King Kalu's got some. All yeah. right, so here we go. Philadelphia PA Tabor Youth Center, October 3rd, 92, 375. Ivan Koloff won a battle royal. Nikolai Volkov pinned Vladimir Markov. Larry Winters and Jimmy Gennetti defeated Scott Summers and King Kalua. Tony Stetson defeated Terry Taylor. Tommy Cairo defeated Ivan Koloff. Now, here we go again. I thought I had a match with him with the chain, chain match in Chestnut Cabaret before this match. So now we got to see the Chestnut Cabaret actually after that. So it might be. Do you recall Terry Taylor being in the locker room for that many years? Yeah. You do. But not this early. Uh, for some reason. Okay, well then, you know, maybe we're wrong. I yeah. Mean, I mean, so they're probably right. <laughs> he said to my wife at the bar, at the hotel, your husband's very talented. You know, a lot of people made these comments, but nobody stood up for me when the time came. I often think about why Ted Petty was my trainer. Like, Ted, Todd. Like, all these people like me, but you let this guy push me out. Anyway, the rest of that was, uh, I, oh, okay, it's, it's, the answer is right here. So, on the 3rd of October, I defeated Ivan Kohler. Then, uh, Rip Sawyer, who the fuck is that? Rip Sawyer and Dave Casanova and ECW TV champion Glenn Osborne defeated Max Thrasher and ECW tag team champions, the Super Destroyers. I don't know who Rip Sawyer. That sounds like a, like a guy. Rip Sawyer is a known guy. Um, and Dave Casanova, who knows? They might have been made up names, too. Who knows? Right. A local guy. Yeah. All right, then we got um, their names and just made shit up. Yep, and then here we go. This is the answer Chestnut Cabaret, October 24th. So it turns out this is the chain match. So I guess the chain match on the on the show before Koloff, they gave him the win in the Battle Royal. He put me over, and I guess as revenge for that, we, they put me in a chain match with him, which they put me over. So they totally used Ivan Koloff to get me over, which has meant I was still working in a positive capacity before any of that bullshit happened. So, at the Chestnut Cabaret on the 24th, so that's like 21 days later, um, Rock and Rebel pinned Frank Cody. Don't know who that is. Oh. ECW Tag Team Change the Super Destroyers defeated Dave Casanova and Rip Sawyer. No clue. Tommy Cairo defeated Ivan Koloff in a Russian chain match. At 10.04. Chris Michaels and Damian Stone fought Larry Winters and Jimmy Gennetti to a double DQ. ECW champion Don Morocco pinned Jimmy Snooker at 5.48 with his feet on the ropes for leverage. After the bout, stately Wayne Manor left the broadcast area to join Snooker in the ring. Snooker then threw the referee out of the way with Manor putting a chair into the ring and then praising Snooker after bad-mouthing him on commentary. Todd Gordon then came out to address the situation, with then twice dropped him with a backbreaker before ripping up his jacket and shirt. With Manor looking on, Snooker went to hit the splash off the top before Jimmy Gennetti and Larry Winters came out, with Snooker attacking them as well. The Metal Maniac then came out with Snooker, attacking him before doing the same the ring announcer and timekeeper. That's crazy. Johnny Hotbody fought Tony Stetson to a double DQ. Kodiak Bear and a Canadian Wolfman. That's the guy I was thinking about. Pin Max Thrasher and JT Smith and Tigra defeated Mr. Sandman and Peaches at 1607 when Tigra pinned Sandman. 
Okay. I remember Tigra. Yeah, nice girl. A nice girl. She uh, she became uh, she made clothes and tights later on. I yeah. sent a lot of my wrestlers to her to get their tights made. Uh, really? Later on, yeah, she was. Uh, I wish I knew that. Talking, yeah, she's a really nice girl, but she wow. yeah, she didn't. I don't think she was really interested in wrestling as much as everyone thought she was. Right. You know, more more like the girls that are wrestling in AEW. They're on some other trip that really has nothing to do well, with wrestling. She was a stripper, so okay. you know, uh, she she was dating JT Smith at the time. As yeah, I remember that. So uh, it was more of like a I don't know convenience thing just to hang out, I guess. Yeah. But she was good. She was really yeah. good. I thought that convenience thing would have worked for me with Heidi Lee Morgan, but it didn't work. Mentioned that all the time. I yeah, I realized that. I remember letting her know I'm no longer in the business, and she laughed because she said she couldn't date anybody in the business. I said, "But I am married now, so." <laughs> uh, right, so that rules that out then. Uh, All so right, so now we go. It just says ECW Philadelphia, PA, November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety two. Doesn't say anything else. Snooker with Hunter Q. Robbins pinned J T. Smith with Tiger, uh, with a pile driver. Moments after dropping Tiger with a clothesline, after both she and Robbins entered the ring. After the match, Todd Gordon appeared ringside and said he had fined Snooker a total of $15,000. Then said on December 19th, he would be managed by Davey Boy Smith to face Snooker in Morrisville. That's all it is. There's no other matches on. I don't know what that was. So now we go to Morrisville, PA. Now, this I barely remember. Morrisville, PA, high school. I don't know. And it says here, uh, it was December 19th. 92, it says 610 as attendance. Anyway, Max Rasher pinned J.T. Smith after the Metal Maniac attacked Smith and dropped him with a pile driver. Chris Michaels and Damian Stone defeated Larry Winters and Tony Stetson via countout when the Super Destroyers interfered. Tommy Cairo pinned the Samoan Warrior. I remember working with Lloyd, absolutely. Um, one problem I had with a lot of this right from the beginning was it's just a hodgepodge. You're throwing guys together instead of sitting down. None of it makes sense. There's nothing set up for the next time. You're teaming with a guy one day, and next time you're against him. There's no, no build-up. No one build-up for a Russian chain match. You know, I could have got a lot more out of Ivan and given him a lot more if they'd have let it. I'm grateful, but not at the expense of one of my idols. I wanted to make it, you know, like Snooker did with me. Snooker knew me and saw me and knew I could work. And when Paulie wanted to put that match together that you see on, on YouTube, Tommy Carr against Snooker, Pennsylvania champion and a heavyweight title on the line, Snooker's title on the line. Um, you could see how he let me do so much. I threw him from pillar to post. And he said to Paulie, we, Paulie said, we got to give him the splash, so you got to use that as a finish. He goes, no, the brother's good, talking about me. We'll give it to him after the fact. You trip him up. I pin him. The referee gets hip to it. They let him know, hey, no, he put, put it, and they, they reverse the, 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 the decision. You guys attack me, leave me laying. Then he goes up and does the splash. It doesn't hurt me. Makes him a bigger heel, and he, people get to see the splash. Paulie didn't just want to, you know, squash me. Snooker was like, no, that's a good brother here. No, he says, we don't have to do that. It's and that's how right there. I, I took the splash without getting pinned. Great. Professional. All right. Yep. Now we go to, and that's the key. Everybody thought, that, I said, I know. Somebody said, you know what they're doing to take the splash? I said, yeah, 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 I know. Just scissor up my body at the last moment. Don't worry. I'm not going to do it like this before he comes off. I'll wait till he's on top of me. Oh, God forbid. You see so many All people right. hurt, just not, it just, yep. but not delaying right. So uh, that brings back good memories of, of Lloyd. So here we got ECW champion, still Mr. Sandman, with Peaches, defeated the Rockin' Rebel via reverse decision. Rebel originally won the match and the title after hitting him with brass knuckles. But Peaches pulled the weapon out of the challenger's trunks, and referee John Finnegan changed the call. ECW TV champion Glenn Osborne defeated the Canadian Wolfman. Here's another guy they didn't utilize, the bad man from the, the, bad man from the Badlands. Yeah. I love Glenn Osborne. Yeah. And Glenn Osborne was there from day one. Yeah. Yeah. He's ECW champion Glenn Osborne defeated the Canadian Wolfman. 
Hell Riders defeated ECW Tag Team Champions, the Super Destroyers, via disqualification. Um, J.T. Smith won a battle royal by last eliminating the Metal Maniac. I don't even remember Jeff being there. I know him so well, but... I remember Jeff being there. Absolutely. I don't. Order of Elimination, Chris Michaels, Damian Stone, Cody Axair, Canadian Wolfman, Tommy Cairo, Samoan Warrior, Donnie Allen, Max Drescher, Glenn Osborne, and the Metal Maniac. Davey Boy Smith, I remember when he came in, and Todd Gordon defeated Jimmy Snooker and Hunter Q. Robbins III when Smith pinned Snooker. Now, I'm going to say, remember we had Duke Schneider on, right? Yes. I think this is the show where... Somebody came out and said, somebody's looking for it. It's Duke Snyder coming down the hallway with a sweat-stained white mesh tank top on. And I'm like, what do you, what do you want? Like, I, I like the guy and everything, but he thought that by coming in with that outfit on, and you want to call my name, they called me out to greet this guy that's asking for me. I already was on a shit list. I didn't need to, you know. So yeah, that was that was that that because I remember that's all, like one of the only times I remember Davey Boy Smith out in the locker and around the hallway. So that must have been that show. Right, right. All right. Um, Davey Boy Smith and Todd Gordon. Davey Boy Smith and Todd Gordon defeated Jimmy Snuka and Hunter Q. Robbins when Smith pinned Snuka. I don't remember Todd getting in the ring. I, Crazy. I All don't right. either, but if you're reading it, I, I, I guess it happened. Yeah. Huh? Well, again, um, there wasn't a monitor that always or maybe ever that I can remember. Um, you couldn't all stand in the one spot to look out. And as long as you made sure nobody was doing your finish and they weren't copying anything that happened before, which is the only reason to really have the monitor, because you certainly don't want to watch bad wrestling. It's not good for you before you go out there. My yeah. father used to I'm sorry. I do realize that in a lot of results that uh, there are what I think we refer to as ghost matches or ghost results or, or matches that were supposed to happen that didn't happen. That they just got still, thrown in. They'll still put a result to it. That yeah. someone, whoever was supposed to win, they will still report the result that way. Or the match didn't happen at all. And they're yeah. throwing it in there. So, yeah. you know, a, a, a lot of misunderstandings about the early days of ECW and, and, you know, some of their results. But as we read on, we'll find out more. Tommy, yeah. It's lost in translation. Yeah. You know, you tell somebody at a table of 12, John went across the street to get a bucket of water. At the uh, end, he was banging his girl from behind. There was a guy who was like, they're snorting coke off a hooker's ass. You know, what happened to that story? Right. So, <laughs> we now we get into uh, Chris Evans. Who was that? Who was Chris Evans? Chris the Edge Evans. He he was like uh, Larry Sharp. Larry Sharp? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, when, so. Dennis's, uh, Dennis, when they ran like the uh, black and blue Excalibur promotions. Right. Of WWA. Uh, yeah, as Christy Edge Evans came from an earlier era. Yeah, because they included WWA Tag Team Champions, the Wars of Darkness. So let's get to that. So Radisson Hotel. I don't even remember that. Maybe I wasn't there. Let's see. Ray Odyssey defeated Chris Evans. First we heard about Ray Odyssey. ECW yeah. Tag Team Champions, the Super Destroyers, defeated WWA Tag Team Champions, the Lords of Darkness, Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy to win the titles. Curry Von Erich fought Salvatore Bologna to a double DQ. Yeah, this was at the Radisson here in wow. Philly. Yeah. Well, no wonder I wasn't there. Uh, All right, let's see. Uh, Curry Von Erich. Well, uh, where was that? That's in Philly, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Johnny Hotbody pinned Tony Stetson in a brass knuckles bull rope cowbell match. Davey Boy Smith defeated the masked superstar. ECW champion the Sandman fought WWA champion the Spider to a double disqualification. Terry Funk defeated Eddie Gilbert. I must have just been booked somewhere else. 
Yeah, I have no idea why you weren't on that show. It, it's, it's sort of odd that that you weren't. And Glenn, like Glenn Ruth was, Glenn Ruth was on it. You know? Yeah, because it says here, Terry Funk defeated Eddie Gilbert. Anything time Eddie was there, I was always there. So yeah, kind of. I might have had a booking. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now we go to Radnor, PA, Cabrini College. Isn't that the weekend where I stayed with you guys? It was a snowstorm. I woke up. You and Jason had the whole bed food on the whole bed. Uh, let's see. If it was like 93, yeah. It's- March 12th. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. All right. This is a, a good report here. Uh, Johnny Hotbody fought Tommy Cairo to a double DQ. Super Destroyer defeated the Super Ninja and the Canadian Wolfman. The Rock and Rebel defeated Frank Cody. ECW TV Championship semifinal. Jimmy Snooker with Eddie Gilbert pinned Tommy Cairo at 520 with a backbreaker and a splash off the top. Late in the match, after the referee was knocked down, Johnny Hotbody came out with a foreign object. Cairo easily fought off Hotbody, but Snooker retrieved the weapon and hit Cairo with it. End of Cairo's undefeated streak. Okay. ECW TV Championship semifinals. Glenn Osborne defeated Eddie Gilbert via reverse decision at 650. Following the ring introductions, Gilbert four took the mic and told the director to get close up on the ring attendant, Tigra, and then offered Osborne a chance to walk out of the match because Snooker was going to be the TV champion one way or another. Gilbert initially won the match via pinfall after hitting Osborne with a foreign object, but Jay Sully told the referee what happened. With the referee then finding the weapon on Gilbert and changing the call, hit Osborne with an elbow drop as Osborne had Snooker covered with an inside cradle. Todd Gordon joined by Jay Sully on commentary for the match. Uh, for 693, debut episode on Sports Channel Philadelphia, featured Jay Sully, Stevie Wonderful, and Terry Funk on commentary, including ECW president Todd Gordon showing off the ECW TV championship with a tournament to begin tonight to crown the first champion featured Gordon introducing Funk as the third broadcaster with a clip on Funk on Quantum Leap airing right before and Eddie Gilbert being outraged that Funk and not he was the broadcaster. Funk then addressed Philadelphia as a home of hardcore fans and promised the best from every wrestler on the roster, including Hunter Q. Robbins at third. Demanding respect from Funk. That's when the angles began. Yep. You know, then address Philadelphia. The lines began and the feuds and everything that became interesting because this is when Eddie, Eddie Gilbert arrived. That's what he did. Then, you know, he turned this into not only, you know, a show just thrown together, put together every month, you know, with different people against different people that made no sense. This was actually like a a well thought out show professional show. ahead going ahead yes all right let's see we go back to johnny hotbody blah 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 ecw tv tournament quarterfinals tommy cairo defeated salvatore Bolomo with the cosmic commander via count out at 5 30 after johnny hotbody accidentally knocked Bolomo into a daze prior to the bout terry funk greeted undefeated cairo and wished him the best of luck following the match. Hotbody again attempted to attack Cairo, but was run off by Rock and Rebel. Pin Tony Stetson, Rock and Run, but was run off. Rock and Rebel pinned Tony Stetson at 402 with a roll up and putting his feet on the ropes for leverage. After the bout, Rebel claimed he would take the ECW title from the Sandman and end his career. Uh, quarterfinal Snooker with Eddie Gilbert, pin Larry Winters. Uh, for 1393, featured Eddie Gilbert and Terry Funk confronting confrontation during the opening with Gilbert refusing to leave the announce area, including a video hyping ECW heavyweight champion, the same man, set to Billy Joel's Big Shot. Featured Funk conducting an interview with Sandman and congratulating him on being a great champion, including ECW president Todd Gordon closing the show with Funk discussing the four remaining wrestlers in the ECW TV title tournament. 
Uh, then we go to the title tournament quarterfinals. Glenn Osborne pinned Johnny Hopper at 7.56 with a splash off the top after Tommy Cairo tripped Hotbody off the middle rope following the bout. Larry Winters and Tony Stetson defeated Chris Michaels and Samoan Warrior all runs together. At 5.05, when Winters pinned Michaels after Reggio Matic following the match, Funk congratulated the winners until Hunter Q. Robbins III insulted them, leading to Winters and Stetson brawling with ECW Tag Team Champions the Super Destroyers in the aisle. ECW Heavyweight Champion, the Sandman, defeated Kodiak Bear at 429 via submission with a Cobra Clutch. Before the bout, ring attendant Peaches surprised the Sandman with a kiss. ECW TV title tournament quarterfinals. Eddie Gilbert pinned J.T. Smith after hitting with a foreign object as Smith attempted to suplex, suplex Gilbert into the ring. Tommy Cairo into the ring. No, no periods, no punctuation. Tommy Cairo pinned the Super Ninja at 144 after catching the Ninja in the corner and hitting a German suplex. That's what I mentioned to you before. Johnny Hotbody attacked Cairo as a three count was made and brawled to the back with him. The match was joined in progress. So I had expressed to everyone that could control that, like Eddie, I don't work well with Johnny Hotbody. Just we don't mesh, whatever. Anyway, Cabrini College, April 2nd, 93, 230 people. Larry Winters and Tony Stetson defeated ECW Tag Champion Super Destroyer. Johnny Hopbody and Chris Candido defeated J.T. Smith and Tommy Cairo. Don Morocco and Jimmy Snuka defeated the Hell Riders. Mr. Sandman defeated the Rock and Rebel via DQ. Eddie Gilbert and Don Morocco pinned Glenn Osborne and J.T. Smith. ECW Tag Champions, the Super Destroyers, defeated Tony Stetson and Larry Winters. Mr. Sandman defeated Salvatore Baloma via countout. The Rockin' Rebel defeated an unknown. Tommy Cairo defeated Johnny Hopbody. Max Thrasher defeated the Canadian Wolfman. Tony Stetson and Larry Winters defeated ECW Tag Team Champions, the Super Destroyers, to win the titles. Jimmy Snuka and Eddie Gilbert defeated Max Thrasher and J.T. Smith. Sal Balomo defeated Canadian Wolfman. Johnny Hotbody defeated Tommy Cairo in a lumberjack match. I remember that. Mr. Sandman and Peaches defeated the Rock and Rebel and Tiger via countout. All right. Then we Who go. Who's around a ring for the lumberjack match? Do you remember? No? I guess everybody. That, that, I, I, that Canadian Wolfman guy and all of them. Probably, yeah. Um, so then we go, that was uh, April 13th, 93 at Cabrini. Now we go to the arena. Uh, it says 300, ECW Arena, May 14th, 93. Road Warrior Hawk defeated the Samoan Warrior and Don E. Allen in a handicap match by pinning both at the same time. Tommy Cairo won a battle royal. Stipulation stated the winner would become the ECW Pennsylvania champion. ECW Tag Champions, Chris Candido and Johnny Hopbody defeated Tommy Cairo and Glenn Osborne when Osborne was pinned. So why would you have me in a nonsensical tag match when you set me up to win the uh, the uh, Pennsylvania title and then not continue the title? Like, you set me up and you made a fool out of me. Stupid. Um, Don Morocco, oh, that was, I remember that match with Morocco. So, again, I had me, uh, that was, that Battle Royal was slated to cram the champion. Then they had me in the tag team. And then it says here, um, on the same show, must have been a taping. E- Road Warrior Hawk defeated ECW TV champion Jimmy Snooker via DQ. Tag team champions Candido and Hotbody fought the Super Ds to a DQ. Yes, I believe that was one of the longest tapings. Yeah. That was a long TV taping day. I don't understand why you would do tapings at the arena when you had these other buildings, you know? Um, Eddie Gilbert defeated Hervé Renesto. Is that real skinny guy, right? Yes, yes. In a chain match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Funk defeated the Dark Patriot, Doug Gilbert. ECW champion Don Morocco pinned Tommy Cairo. The Dark Patriot defeated J.T. Smith via countout. 
Sandman and Winters defeated Stetson and Rock and Rebel when Sandman pinned Rebel. Salvatore Belongo and Super D's fought Richard Michaels, ECW Tag Team Champions, Chris Candido and Job Bonnie Hotbody in a no contest. They now, match. this uh, match with Morocco, don't remember so much. No. Don't remember so much. Huh. If I had more of a rapport with them, and maybe was a little bit, not confident, but a little bit more pushy, I probably could have got a lot more out of that run just by opening my mouth, you know, which I never did. Yet, some fan I met at Hamburg, black kid who runs or does some kind of podcast, said, man, I remember in a lot, he must have been there, or, like, you you gave it to Paul, and you told him this is not the way it's supposed to be. And, like, considering there's a lot of stuff I don't remember, I didn't doubt the guy, but why would he lie about something that I supposedly said so many years ago? So there had to be some truth to it. Yeah. I just I don't remember that, you know. Right. I remember trying to avoid situations. Right, right. Like the time I got caught in a flash flood and knew I wasn't going to make it out of there. The water was like my heart. I had to keep pulling my car up in the parking lot. I couldn't leave. There was like 10 feet of water in the street. So I got a, a payphone up on the top in the top floor, and I called. I said, "Look, I ain't gonna make it." Did I didn't even know that I was scheduled to work with with uh, Sabu, and it wouldn't have mattered because I usually called the hotline to see what matches were advertised to find out who I was working because it was on the hotline before I knew. That that's amazing. Like you, you put it out there. You didn't even call me and tell me or get any input. So. I was slated to work Sabu, and then somebody said something like, oh, he was afraid to work Sabu. And I went in the locker room, and I said, you know, I got stranded last week, and this is the first show I never made. I didn't even know who I was working with. So any of you jerk-offs who might have said or heard or whatever that I was didn't come because I was afraid to work with Sabu, I'm not afraid to work with fucking anybody, and you should all know better. Yeah, so I can only think it's nobody in here because you're all a little smarter than that. So maybe maybe I said more than I remember. I don't know. I'm finding out either people are lying or I lost a lot of brain cells. We all see all right. a lot of stuff we don't remember. It's okay. Yeah. All right, so now that was the arena, right? For 300 people on May 15th. And then we go to June 19th, Super Summer Spectacular, 650 people. Oh, so wait. Doubled. Hold on. What's the date on this? June 19th, 1993. And what's the show called? Uh, Super Summer Sizzler. Okay, let's get into that one. I don't even know if I'm on this. I don't think I am. All right. Some I of it doesn't make sense. Herve Ernesto fought Donnie. Yeah. Herve yeah. Ernesto fought Donnie Allen to a no contest. ECW TV champion Jimmy Snooker pinned J.T. Smith with a backbreaker and a splash off the top. Tony Stetson defeated Larry Winters in a first blood match. Uh, Rock and Rebel interfered. Um, after the bout, Stetson and Rock and Rebel te double teamed Winters before he eventually cleared them from the ring. Oh, I am in this. Miss Peaches and defeated Terrible Tigra at 3:37 in a bra and panties match. Early in the bout, Tigra attempted to leave ringside but was prevented by an unknown woman. Was that you? It was. Did you have a mask on? No, I didn't. They just didn't introduce you yet. And no, no, the unknown woman. This is the way they reported me in results. But go on. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It, it happened in every result back then. I was the unknown woman or the adult film star or, uh, you know, XXX versus. I don't think it happened from the beginning. I think it was changed later. That's what I think. It was changed later, but uh, initially, it they never they, they would not acknowledge my name. So go on, please, because I, right. I hear the rest of this result. All right. So and the unknown woman after the bout, Tony Stetson and Rock and Rebel went after Peaches and the unknown woman with the woman having her top completely torn off in a melee. Moments later, the Sandman and Larry Winters came out to make the save. I can't believe they fucking did that. Right? The unknown woman. And then Unreal. I was labeled as um, the number one 
10 most shocking moments of nudity in professional wrestling. And they put the picture and then put Tiger as the name of, of the woman who was there. Now, what you should do, we should copy this and make note of that, show it on the screen, and then say, yes, the unknown woman. That's what I get for being passed around by everybody. Yes. And to add insult to injury, they take me out. Unknown. Yes, that's me. Thank you. Fucking unreal. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to have to do a whole separate See, fucking thing. People want to hide their secrets. They just uh, turn the pencil over and erase your name out. But we're coming up on an hour of this, uh, let's call it an ECW rewind in arena results. Uh, so far, we've been through from 1992 and we're up to uh, the August 93. August 1993, where we just found out that I was uh, unnamed. They're named as some mystery woman so we'll see how it progresses in results if yeah. they decide to uh you know start naming me in future results or if they go ahead and leave me out so since we see that tommy is getting the acknowledgement we will continue with this next week on um, no, me, no, i got one paragraph to finish this uh i have one paragraph to finish this all right so yes that was, they mentioned you and then we go to uh, moments later, Sam and Larry Winters came out to make this hit. ECW TV champion Jimmy Snooker with Paul Dangerously pinned Pennsylvania champion Tommy Cairo at 6.07 with his feet on the ropes for leverage. After Dangerously tripped Cairo, I took the face bump. Only the TV title was on the line. Terry Funk provided guest commentary for the match, subbing for Dangerously. So that's, okay. that's how the end came. I came across, Holy hooked my leg. I took the face bump. I thought that the pin was after the face bump, but it wasn't. Snooker put his feet on the ropes and covered me. Beautiful, you know. So, so you were there, and so, yes. so we were both on the same show. Now I'm asked a lot about this event, as uh, and I'm asked to talk about it in detail about how it went down and how it was booked and everything like. Is that. it on the videotape? knew about it. Oh, of course. It's all over the internet. Super, no, super, super spectacular. Because I remember recently looking up Summer Spectacular thinking I was on it, and I don't remember my match being on that show, or I maybe I didn't realize that that match was the Summer on the Super, super Summer Sizzler. I, I didn't know that. I was pumped up so much about that, and I was told, oh, well, you know, just because of things like that that were so shocking that no one expected you know, so many people showed up at the next show. And, and you know, I was in my head, like, I was being pumped up like, oh, well, you, you're a draw, you know. Yeah. You, you know, who bears their breasts in front yeah. of, like, a, a building full of people when there's already a stripper there, you know, who could have done it herself but didn't. And uh, Todd will tell the story on different formats about how it actually happened, but uh, in, within our last three minutes, I'll just clear that up before we end the program. Uh, I uh, debuted when I was 15 years old on a Tom Robinson benefit show that had a bunch of NWA guys on there. Uh, Eddie Gilbert, uh, you know, talked to me about becoming more active in wrestling. Uh, it, somewhere around my 17th birthday, Gary Juster uh, you know, referred me to Todd Gordon and said maybe I wanted to get a little bit more involved since, you know, Eddie was there and Eddie wanted me there. So uh, I went to Todd and talked to him about what me and Gary spoke about. And, uh, you know, Todd booked me right away. He said, you know, come to the next show. We'll have something for you. And I, I showed up. And he said, you know, at first it was like, you don't mind scantily clad stuff. And, and I didn't. Uh, you know, because that's who I was. So it went from scantily clad to Dusty Rhodes. We want to prove a point to Dusty Rhodes because Dusty Rhodes says that, you know, all these women's matches that always uh, say that there's going to be nudity and there'll never be nudity and this is just another waste of time and, you know, kind of like uh, poking at it. 
So, so Eddie Gilbert, knowing me, knew that, uh, you know, he knew exactly what he could get out of me because I knew Eddie Gilbert since childhood. So um, when when I showed up there with a few different outfit options, you know, Eddie was like, he picked the red one because he said, this is perfect for what I want. Now, you know, are, are you ready for what we want you to do? And him and Todd explained it to me. They said, you know, we we want you to, you know, get your clothes ripped off. And I said, okay. You know, I didn't argue with it a lot because I was already pretty much explained that that's what I was being brought in for. And they, they said that they were going to work it out as an angle, that I was there as uh, Peaches's cousin. And I was there to, you know, help her out with her problems with Tigra. And we were, that's the way we were going to develop into me having something to do with, you know, Peaches's cousin. So, um, you know, I didn't think it was so unreasonable. My my ex-husband was there with me at the arena. I wore a, a top that unsnapped in the back uh, for, of course, easier access. Sure. And uh, when we got in the ring and Tony Setson and Rebel and these guys still, they didn't know that I, you know, I knew what they were going to do. So Did that crew, were they in on any of that bad stuff or did they know about it or did they ever ask you about it or rebel, you know? rebel i knew from from day one i i knew rebel when he started his first match you know so were they in the dark like i was no rebel wasn't rebel knew uh rebel was always around uh you know tony stetson knew me from childhood a lot of people were around the bars and and they saw exactly what what happened so they weren't completely in the dark no um, Shame on them. However, when it came to work wise, and and that's that was my actual ECW debut, uh, uh, getting my top ripped off. Um, you know, I I did know about it, but when I got in the ring, I I heard one of my friends say, "Get her pants," so pants. naked. So right. from, from day one. It was like there was something sneaky going on behind my back. Like I, I just expected I had a top rip off, ripped off thing. Like fine. Like I knew how to like swing around, cover. Yeah, it you were a professional already. Exactly. I did a lot of videos before that. I did videos since childhood. So uh, you know, a topless was no big deal to me because I did topless videos as a child. Uh, so doing the you know something at an arena as an adult was no big deal to me. And I was like, as far as wrestling went, I was so brainwashed that I would just do just about anything, you know, things that other girls wouldn't even consider to do. There weren't a lot of girls uh, around or even in ECW, except for Peaches and Tiger, who would not. Long Uh, time to take advantage of somebody. Yeah, that was my in. And I was uh, just on the brink of, you're saying it was August. I was born March, 1975. I, I started hanging around that crew again at like 17. So uh, I was just uh, around 18, I, I think a, a couple months when that event happened. So uh, a lot of people had complained about it and, you know, women's rights and child abuse groups and everything came around. Same thing later on. But then um, I, I would imagine that maybe they weren't putting my name so that people couldn't track me down uh, so women's groups were complaining, but uh, later on in life, when they're writing out results to the shows, you know, and then I'm I'm all over social media, and people know me for other things, then they should definitely correct that and pencil it in so that they don't yeah. have, so that they don't have people like Francine telling people that she was the first girl in ECW and there was no girls there when she got there, you know. Which, ridiculous since Tiger and Peaches, myself, Nancy Benoit, and Sherry Martel even were there way before she, you know, when she was still sitting in an audience. So uh, so much for uh, all that. So, yeah, you know, it's not like, um, I'm sorry. Here's what it is. And you make a good point. Um, If we don't include ourselves and go through this, we're doing exactly what the people did by dancing around the fact that we were a part of this because we are talking about this time frame. So 
it makes no sense to not include ourselves. And while we're doing that, we're finding out that we already knew we were left out or history has been changed or altered or abridged. But now, you know, you get to see some things you maybe weren't aware of, but the picture still is very ugly for a lot of very ugly people. And that's not going to change as we go through this. We're going to feel a little, even a little bit more anger, even though it's been a long time. But maybe it's a good thing. Uh, maybe we think we've dealt with it and, 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 you know, processed it. But obviously, I got pretty pissed off all by myself in the car today when I looked up at a time frame because we're going over this whole time frame that you hear my name. The last report I did, I looked at, same matches, same, but I'm not there. So it's one thing if you're left out of one show, but you can't continue to be le be left out unless somebody's doing it purposely. And that's I can't believe anybody had the time and then, energy. And then there's there's the the fact that uh, you know what I was told and what a lot of other people reported was the biggest pop of the entire show that no one ever expected to see anyone get their clothes ripped off for real. Right. And, and, and a young girl at that at that point and that they, you know, later said I was an adult film star. I was just eight, turning 18 years old. And that's what they did to me and then didn't even think to give me credit for it. That so many other angels came after me to, to kind of get all of that confused with. And I had so many gimmicks afterwards that it was very easy to, to get me confused. And that are asking me why I don't get paid from the WWE network since I'm always on there. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're getting me confused with a, another angel that and you I, know, I, know, I have no idea. What's really crazy is that you would have to influence other people. Say, Let's just say Paul Heyman was responsible. He doesn't have the pen in his hand for every piece that's written. So how, what did you do? Did you go and influence other journalists or other people to leave out or change? Like it would have to be. Yeah. I mean, know. can't go in and I, hit a, a key and erase us. You'd have to literally go through. But it is. Personally, I have been uh, in what I would like to call semi-blackballed from childhood because of what happened in my childhood later on in life, even when I did work shows and I even independent shows beyond ECW and everywhere in the future, especially Dave Meltzer and other people would not write me in results because oh, of what my, my history was with them as a child. So it was, it's kind of like they would use me, for things to get their jollies off and then not want to give me credit for any of it, even though I was working harder than uh, and cutting deeper than most of the guys back then. But, you know, it, it, this is how we have to unfold our uh, past so that people understand exactly who we are and why we even have a right to be talking right now about wrestling history and trying to teach yeah. you anything. We're going to teach you about who we are now. Since yeah. uh, you, you claim to some of you not know, well, you're going to find out real soon. So, and with that thought, uh, please join us every week here on Monty and the Pharaohs YouTube at 7 p.m. on Sundays as we will have Wrestling Rewind, Wrestling Archives, and now a new form of arena reports. And arena uh, let's get the history from the people that actually were involved. Yes, and that. And also we have interviews. So join us every Sunday uh, at 7 p.m. And uh, until next week, for my co-host, the Iron Man, Tommy Cairo, I'm A. John Rosso saying have a nice night and a nice life. Good night. See you.